A Florida babysitter was arrested for putting the child inside a dryer. Florida teenagers took turns shooting each other while wearing bulletproof vests. A Florida woman beat up her dad after there was a delivery of a sex toy. A Florida man impersonated a police officer for a discount at Wendy's. And a bonus Florida story that I won't mention right now. You'll have to wait and see. These are the stories for Friday on Weird AF News. And as you know, they're all from Florida. Because it's Florida Friday. Yeah, come on. I'm going to lead you into the weekend with some degenerate Florida behavior per usual. Enjoy. A Florida babysitter put a child inside a dryer and spun him around, according to the police. I can really relate to this, Um, not because I was spun in a dryer as an infant, but because I'm doing laundry right now. So (laughs) let's find out why she put the child in in the dryer and if she still has a job. A babysitter put a boy inside a dryer. The boy told this to investigators. The boy said that the babysitter named Amber... Uh, you can't trust a babysitter named Amber because this is a future stripper. <laughs> Amber Chapman put him in a dryer, closed the door, and he, quote, went round and round. She put me in and I went round and round. She said, you want to go round and round? You earned it. I was a good boy. I got to go round and round. Now I'm, I got a head full of lumps. <laughs> it says here, Amber is age 35 of Eustace. And she's facing an aggravated child abuse charge for spinning a boy in a dryer. Um, The four-year-old child was brought to the UF Health Leesburg Hospital, where the boy reportedly stated that, quote, Miss Amber, which is what he calls her, put him in the dryer with the towels. (laughs) Well, at least she put some towels in there to, you know, make it less clunky. Just sort of buffer the the bangs and knock arounds, <laughs> put some soft things in there with him. Could have thrown some stuffed animals in there. Now, according to the boy, Miss Amber sent him round and round, then stopped the dryer, opened the door, closed it and made him go round and round again. He was examined for injuries and the medical staff stated that the boy had several bruises on his face, back and ears. Yeah. And probably brain damage because of this idiot. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You put a kid in a dryer. Are you okay? Now, the arrest affidavit states that probable cause, of course, exists for Amber to be arrested for child abuse, of course. And you have to watch out for all babysitters in Florida, I'd imagine, because they're all on chemicals. All of them. Even the teenagers. You can't, you can't trust a child with a Florida babysitter. I mean, that's my opinion, but I do have sufficient evidence for this. This isn't the first out-of-control babysitter story I've, I've done from Florida. Now, I want to look on the bright side here. She only put him in the dryer. She could have washed him as well, and that would have been a real disaster because then we're dealing with a a possible drowned child. Um, And she also could have just drove to Walmart and sold the kid in the parking lot. That happens quite a bit in Florida as well. So, you know, just trying to look for the, the hope in the story. There's not much. A Florida teenager was killed as he and another boy took turns shooting each other while wearing body armor. Uh, That's right. This is a legit title of a Florida story. I mean, the level of dumb here. So sad. A 16-year-old was killed as he and another teen took turns blasting guns at each other while wearing body armor. Of course, the shooter was arrested, but another teen was arrested as well with connection. It sounds like they were having a body armor party. Is this a new TikTok challenge? Oh, please, man. I can't handle these. 
The police say they received a call about a shooting on Thursday at 7 p.m. When they arrived at the home, they found Christopher Leroy Broad Jr. shot. He was taken to the hospital and unfortunately died as a result of his injuries. Through the investigation, it was determined that two boys were taking turns shooting at each other while wearing a vest which contained a form of body armor. The police even obtained some cell phone video that was captured by an 18-year-old who was also present at the time of this body armor party in the basement of a Florida home. The video reportedly showed one boy holding a bulletproof vest and a 9mm gun up to the camera and asking if, quote, they had ever seen anyone get shot with a bulletproof vest on. Yeah. And now these are someone's terrible last words, unfortunately. It says at one point in the video... One boy shoots the other who's wearing the vest. The boy nods, and then the other boy shoots him four more times. Unbelievable. <laughs> shoots him once, nods, and shoots him four more times. I mean, he gave consent, so I mean, but still. I mean, this is just so dumb. And, you know, I don't even know if we can make this funny. I really don't. Where are the parents, by the way? Where are the parents and why is all this body armor and ammunition available to some teenagers? I just, all of this is so insane. It's just, we live in such a crazy damn world. <sighs> Jonesy, you had a vasectomy, right? Yes, I did. Thank you for reminding me that I had a vasectomy. Thankfully. Can we get a fundraiser going to get these kids out of Florida? Let's give them a shot guys. I mean, I mean, I don't mean like give them a shot. This kid got a shot. The wrong kind of shot. I mean, a shot at living a full life, living beyond the age of 25. I mean, what's the, what's the lifespan of a, your average Floridian? Oh, I did a little study here because I was curious. You'd be surprised. Florida's actually ranked 10th in life expectancy at birth at 80.2 years. Uh, Florida has one of the higher rates of adults who smoke, one of the lower median household incomes, and a, a higher poverty rate than a lot of states as well. I'm surprised the average Floridian lives to 80. I really am. I really, but this is what the data is saying. Still, we got to get the kids out of there. Come on now. A Florida woman beat her dad after the delivery of a sex toy. A Florida woman was arrested after a confrontation that turned physical with her father over a sex toy that was delivered to their home. According to the police, on Wednesday, Victoria Marson, age 18, uh, she placed an order on Amazon that her dad retrieved and opened when the delivery came to the house. To the 50-year-old man's surprise, the package contained a sex toy. It was a strap-on dildo. According to the police, the father confronted his daughter over this delivery, and that's when 18-year-old Marson became very enraged. In the affidavit, it stated that Marson tried to grab the item from her father while she began to walk away. Then she began to kick and punch her dad in the face several times, yelling, quote, I'm going to kill you and I hate you. The affidavit noted that the 50-year-old father had visible bruising on his right cheek and a scrape on his nose. The daughter was charged with some domestic battery and booked into jail, later released. And that's the end of the story. Eee, not a lot to go on here. Uh, let me find another one. 
I found another source here, but the only additional information I can glean from it is that the father was very surprised by what was inside the package. Yeah, of course. Uh, he's, he didn't expect a strap-on dildo to be delivered to his house. Um, maybe he doesn't even realize that his daughter's uh, in, engaging in sexual activities, although you live in Florida. you got to assume the kids are getting it on quite early over in that state, I'd imagine. Now, I'm going to raise another question. The media isn't discussing this in the stories, but uh, given the nature of that sex toy, perhaps the father was also enraged that his daughter might be into other women. That could be a thing. Now, in Florida, I'm not sure everybody's so quick to embrace alternative sexual lifestyles, such as you find in the LGBTQ community and otherwise. Um, So maybe the father was like, because it's a strap-on. You know, my guess is she's not getting with a with a boy. Could be, could be, because uh, some men are into that too. I, I, but I mean, chances are it's he's finding out at the same time that this package comes that also that his daughter's into women, and maybe he's just really upset about that. I don't know. I'm just trying to put together stuff here like a detective. And if this is the case, I mean, it's what a shame. This whole incident could be used as a as a talking point about what's really going on in her life. you know. But maybe the father in general isn't an understanding person and she knows that. That could have happened as well. I'm just trying to wrap my head around why you'd smash somebody in the face over the delivery of a sex toy. Uh, it's hard to bring reason to Florida stories, you know, but we try our best here at Weird AF News. There's also like a parenting lesson here and that is just don't even open the packages that don't have your name on it, you know? Even if your kid is living with you, like... Don't open their shit, you know? That's a thing. She's an 18-year-old. She should be allowed to have her life, despite living under your roof. Although these kids are ordering bulletproof vests and guns off Amazon, I assume. That's going on, so you gotta watch out for that. I don't know how you approach this. I'm not a parent. Shit. Yay! A Florida man impersonated a police officer for a discount at Wendy's. A Florida man was arrested for allegedly falsely impersonating an officer to get a discount at Wendy's. You guys familiar with Wendy's? It's one of my favorite fast food places. And you know what? There's not a lot of them around. We only have a few here in L.A. you got to actually go digging for them. And there's McDonald's and Burger King on every damn corner. What about the Wendy's? Bunnell police officers arrested someone named Jesse. Uh, This occurred on Monday after witnesses say he argued with employees at Wendy's over a discount. When the request for the discount was denied, the argument ensued. It escalated. The police were called. During the argument, this guy Jesse told Wendy's staff that he was not a police officer but actually worked for the DEA as an undercover agent. Yeah, because he's not in uniform. He's probably just wearing plain clothes and telling them that he's a, a police officer. During the investigation, the officers learned that Jesse was a regular customer at the Flagler County Wendy's and that he regularly demanded this discount at this Wendy's. How long did he get away with this? When the officers searched Jesse, they found the badge that he used to impersonate a law enforcement officer in his wallet. The badge was actually a concealed weapon permit badge, which closely resembles a police badge. It was seized as evidence, of course. Now, digging a little deeper into the history of this situation, uh, turns out this guy, Jesse, was a regular at the Wendy's for the past two years. The employees say he used to get a discount at the restaurant because he had a friend who was a cashier there. 
but then when his friend left that job, Jesse started claiming that he was a law enforcement officer in order to obtain that discount. Now, it says here that Jesse denied ever claiming to be a police officer or a DEA agent. However, he did admit to carrying a concealed carry permit badge, which he claimed that he showed to the Wendy's employees because they often asked for, for, for him to show it. Yeah, because you kept telling him you were undercover. That's why they, you had to keep showing it, you dummy. What a stupid thing to do. A Wendy's discount, really? Is it really worth it? To go through all this to save a dollar twenty or whatever the hell, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yeah, let me get eighty cents off my fries. Yeah, by breaking the law repeatedly. I mean, if you're gonna try to be a police officer to get some free stuff, you know it's not gonna work at a burger joint. Go to the donut shops. That's where you get your free stuff. Like Dunkin's. Dunkin's is gonna hook up the cops, from my understanding. It's what I've witnessed in Boston, anyways. You can't walk into any old place and get some free stuff, can you? I don't think so. Any police officers out there, you want to tell me? You could call in anonymously, tell us the kind of free stuff you get. Like, can you get into a movie theater for free? I'd like to know. Six Flags? What are you getting in for free with your, with your badge? I would love to know. Can you go to the ball game? <laughs> call my show, 646-450-2012. A Florida man watched Spider-Man No Way Home 292 times to break the world record. I'm doing an extra story here for you guys. And it's a feel-good story. It's about a Florida man setting a goal and then obtaining it. Ramiro Alanis from Florida has reclaimed his record for the most cinema productions attended of the same film after watching Spider-Man No Way Home 292 times between December 16th, 2021, and March 15th, 2022. That's a total runtime of 720 hours or 30 days. That's a long time to be sitting in a movie theater. 30 whole days, a whole month. Imagine. I'm going to guess that uh, Romero doesn't have a job. Romero previously achieved this same record in 2019 with 191 total viewings of Avengers Endgame. But then that record was broken in 2021 by someone named Arnold Klein, who watched... Camelot first installment 204 times. I've never heard of that movie. Wow, I mean, this is a legit battle of the dorks here, right? <laughs> okay, it says here, even though he knew about Arnaud's attempt and was expecting the news, this Florida man, Ramiro, was, quote, a little bit disappointed when he found out that his record had been broken, his previous record. He decided to attempt it again in honor of his grandmother, Wani who passed away in 2019 before she could see Ramiro earn his Guinness World Records title. Oh, it's a very lovely, heartfelt story. Here's a quote from Ramiro about his grandmother. She was my number one supporter, and I want to remain the record holder at all costs. Before Ramiro first broke this record, it was held by Joanne Connor of Australia, who watched Bohemian Rhapsody 108 times in early 2019. A few months later, Ramiro shattered that record with his 129 viewings of Avengers Endgame. After then losing the record to Arnold Klein, Ramiro decided to break it again by another huge margin, which he did. Here's another quote from Ramiro. If anyone tries to break my record again, I want them to think twice before attempting it. Oh, this, a, this cinephile is a real tough guy. <laughs> well, this is some Guinness World Record gangster stuff. So don't even try to break Ramiro's record, guys. He's going to come for you. Get a little information here about 
this record, in order for each film viewing to be successfully counted towards the record total, the film must be watched independently of any other activity. This means Romero could not look at his phone, take a nap, or even go to the bathroom while the movie was running. Well, I mean, how do you prove he wasn't taking a nap? I don't know how you watch a movie more than four times without napping. At that point, it gets kind of dull. Maybe there's a way to do this. Um, it says here, this is something Ramiro learned the hard way when he first achieved the record, as 11 of his total viewings were disqualified due to bathroom breaks that he took. How do they know he took a bathroom break? <laughs> you have to, when you show up to the theater, you have to tell them, all right, look, I'm here to break a record. So handcuff me to the seat <laughs> to take my phone. <laughs> and give me some drugs to keep me awake. I can't fall asleep. Is there like a monitor, someone who stands next to you to make sure you're doing it? I gotta know. It says here also, the film must be watched to completion each time, including all of the credits. Oh, man, you gotta sit through the credits? How do you stay awake, Romero? Oh, this guy's some, got some good chemicals. Some good Florida chemicals. Clearly, it's gonna take a Florida man to beat this record. Ramiro was already used to doing this, though, it says, as every Marvel fan knows, not to leave before the post-credits scene. Now, in addition to each ticket stub being submitted as evidence of the record, a statement was taken from a theater attendant after each viewing to confirm that Ramiro was watching the film throughout. Well, then, again, how does the attendant know? I mean, they don't pay these people enough to do this extra work <laughs> really the person just monitored this person watching the film i got so many questions now in order to do this ramiro had to watch back-to-back -back screenings of spider-man no way home for three months straight until movie theaters stopped showing it for the first few weeks he claims he watched five screenings each day that's a total runtime of 12 hours and 20 minutes wow dude imagine five a day how do you eat Romero claims it was the late-night viewings that were the hardest during this record attempt. Says he experienced headaches after already watching the film four times that day previously. Additionally, juggling other priorities in his life and trying to stay put mentally with work, family, that was also a big challenge. Wait, he has a job and a family? How do you, how do you run this by your wife? I, I just don't... <laughs> The most supportive woman in the world. I once met a pimp who had a wife. I thought she was pretty supportive. This guy's got to go watch some nerd film five times a day for months. How do you, how do you get your wife to agree to this? <laughs> I mean, this is a very persuasive man. It also says here, Romero didn't keep track of the exact amount that he spent on the movie tickets over the course of the attempt, but he estimates that he spent around $3,400. Also, you got to run that by your wife. I'm also going to spend, uh, I don't think we can remodel our kitchen. I'm just going to go see this film for three months, honey. Can we wait? Uh, can we? I don't think we're going to be able to go to Disney. We're going to have, I got, I got this record. I got to break. Uh, at the end of the day, this is a Florida man achieving something. That's pretty cool. Most Florida men take $3,000 and put it up their nose, you know what I mean? <laughs> so this is, way to go, buddy. Hello, my friends, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Florida Fridays here on Weird AF News. And I want to thank all of my listeners who sent me Florida stories. There were so many, and they were wonderful. Made my job easy. Hope you're having a nice weekend. I'm feeling a lot better, but still feeling crappy. Uh, but we got through it. Even We even did a bonus Florida episode. Why not? I tried to end on a feel-good note, you know? Uh, 
I want to give thanks to some people on Instagram who wrote me, like Rosalind. Rosalind. Not Rosalind. Rosalind. She says, uh, Hey, Jonesy, I have you set to play after my alarm goes off. Thanks for making getting ready for work a million times better. This is Rosalind from Jersey. Also had a nice message from, who is it here? Dan the Man on Instagram. Says, Jonesy, I'm looking like I'm crazy in a room full of people at lunch with my ear pod in laughing my ass off. You're so funny and you pick my day up when I'm down. I hope the best for you and have a kind day. You're the freaking man. Thank you, Dan the Man. Appreciate that. Uh, Also want to give a shout out to Meredith Lindsay, um, who's a, a fan of the show as well. She lives in KC. Uh, she sent me a Florida story and a picture of her cat, Jonesy. <laughs> Pretty cool. I think that's a good pet name, by the way, Jonesy. It's like a famous cat named Jonesy in a film, right? Was it some, Was it the alien? It's alien, right? Yeah. How could I forget? That's, that's dope. Uh, you guys can always reach out to me on Instagram, at Funny Jones. I have a lot of interaction on there with listeners of the show. And I, I usually write back uh, most of the time. So, uh, yeah, hit me up on Instagram, at Funny Jones, if you want to see what I'm up to. And, uh, or just to say hi. Uh, if you want to email me, it's funnyjones at gmail.com. If you'd like to call the show because you have, uh, you know, a response to, like, to, to the stories and you just can't help yourself, you want to express yourself, the number is 646-450-2012. I usually publish my calls. Just uh, don't drop any F-bombs, please. Try and keep it clean. Uh, and lastly, if you'd like to support the show by joining the the Patreon, which is the best way to do it. The Patreon's fantastic. We got over 100 people in there now. Uh, a very lovely crew of fans and supporters of the show. I put a lot of content in there. There's discussion going on. It's a pretty cool place. It's like, join, it's like joining like a special club, as a matter of fact. It's uh, patreon.com slash weirdafnews, and you can join for just a couple bucks a month. It's like buying Jonesy a shot or something. Actually, no, it's not, it's not even. Shots aren't cheap, man. It's like an espresso shot, I would say. Something like that. Um, go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner or download the Patreon app on your smartphone and just do a little search for Weird AF News. It's the only one in existence. Um, I appreciate you all. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you on Monday. Take care.